Welcome to the Tradies in Business podcast with your hosts, Warwick Bidwell and Nicole Cox. Divert your phone and grab a brew as Waz and Nick unpack tips, tales, secrets and stuff-ups from guests both inside and outside your trade. Helping educate and inspire you to break the cycle of gut-busting and money stress and create a true trade business. Howdy, Coxie, and howdy, listeners. Howdy, Warwick, and hello, listeners. <laughs> we got it right. We did. That time. So this is, this is I'm going to fess up, listeners. This is take two because it took was about, I don't know, four <laughs> and a half minutes to realise that Nicole's microphone wasn't working properly. Once upon a time, we used to do this with headphones and we could have picked up, I could have picked up myself, but we don't anymore. We record in the flesh. We do have microphones, but otherwise I'm just hearing back your audio like we normally natural. speak. Yeah. Like natural. Like natural. And I've just returned from eight days in the wilds uh, <laughs> without <laughs> without headphones or microphones or phone service or internet or Facebook or anything else, which was a wonderful cleanse. Uh, and I've trimmed my beard, Coxie, mm, my neck have. beard, my grey wolf neck beard, mm-hmm. very attractive neck beard. <laughs> I think it was the second thing I did after a shower when I got home. Uh, and um, it is nice to be back, but good to be back on the pod. Good to be chatting with you again. And today, Coxie, we're going to talk about your very sexy wall. It's looking a little bare, though. Well, I'm not going to make any puns about the magazine cover up there that oh. you're on. It's not yes. bare. <laughs> oh, that's hilarious. <laughs> but I think the title is appropriate. It's Latte. a magazine after my own heart. It is. Coffee. <laughs> it's not really. No. Um, but you have some some very impressive awards hanging on your wall, which none of our listeners can see. Um, sorry about dragging the chain on the YouTube channel. And... Mine's propped up against the wall because I haven't got around to banging a nail into uh, my office wall yet after moving house a few weeks ago. Um, You and I are both award winners and former judges. We are. And we were chatting this morning about why our listeners, g'day listeners again, why you should actually think about business awards and whether they actually make a difference to your business. It's a good question. We had a pretty, um, not robust, but an animated conversation this morning around the differences in our experiences around our awards. But before we realised my mic was not working, (laughs) I was saying that we did have a similar experience straight after our awards. There was the elation on the evening. It's all very exciting, actually, having your name called out. Uh, There's a bit of nerves and trepidation around making a speech. I didn't actually have to make a speech, thankfully, because I didn't prepare. I didn't even know I'd been nominated. Um, and then the next day you're sort of on this bubbly excitement buzz, which lasts for a week or so. And then for me, at least it was like, okay, well, nothing's happening. (laughs) I've done a whole lot of work. I've sent out a whole bunch of press releases and nobody's picking anything up. It's not happening. I felt quite disheartened actually. And I think you had a reasonably similar experience after yours. Yeah. It was a bit of an anti-climax because it, it was for the awards I entered, it was quite a bit of work. And the judging was fairly intense, actually. I mm-hmm. I sat in front of a live um, judging panel, and you had to pitch. Wow. Um, 
for your award. I just know how much you would have hated that. Oh, <laughs> despite what people think of me, <laughs> I'm not a confident person. You would have hated it. And I, I uh, didn't know you when you went through this, but I know the person that you were then and you would have really hated it. You would, it would have been horrible for you. I, I am an anti-self-promoter. Hmm. Um, and much more then than I am now. And, and in fact, I've always been very timid in mm. business. It's one of my, my weaknesses uh, or one of my constraints is that I'm very timid and quite submissive in business. And it yeah. does not paint good things for your business partner. It, does, it makes me sound. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's why I partnered up with you, Coxie, because... You're a, you're a tiger. You're even wearing the right shirt today. Yeah. <laughs> a tigress. Tigress. Sorry. Anyway, um, yeah, I, the submission I was okay with because the written word. I love the written word. I can write. I can I can put sentences together mostly, and submitting a written proposal and everything and addressing the criteria that was pretty good. Although that was a heck of a lot of work as well. That took me a couple of weeks of solid work. Mm. Um, quite high level awards, quite well regarded, um, not just in the region, but in terms of business awards nationally, quite well respected. And then I had to go and sit in front of a panel of, I think it was three or four judges. And I felt intimidated. I felt less than, and I felt like a dick because mm. I had to actually sell my submission and re-address a whole bunch of criteria, um, and I didn't like it. I did well at it, obviously, because I won in my category against some much bigger businesses in my category, uh, well-established businesses that were self-promoters, they were great marketers, they had a, a very well-known name in the region where I won the award, uh, and to be honest, it was a bloody shock that I won on the night. I was talking mm. to somebody when they announced the winners and I <laughs> just me that my name. I was like, I was mid-sentence chatting to someone in the crowd and not even paying attention to my category and I heard my name first. I'm like, huh? And uh, I was literally sitting there like a deer in the headlights. Everyone went quiet and looked at me. I was like, oh, shit. <laughs> Please tell me you speech. were a few drinks in too. I'd had half a glass of wine because I was driving. Oh, and, my God. Uh, so I was stone cold sober and I'd left the rudimentary acceptance speech that I thought, look, I'll write one just in case. And I left it at home because I thought, this is ridiculous. <laughs> I'm not going to get the gong against these big firms that I'm up against in the knowledge and professional industries. I was, I was up against IT companies, accounting firms other bigger business coaching firms, um, you know, solicitors, everything. And, uh, yeah, I got up on stage. I said some really dumb, stilted words, thanked a couple of people, and I got down as quickly as I could. You know what? If you surveyed the entire room of people that were there all this time later, not one of them would even remember what you said anyway. It doesn't matter. Warwick who? Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> so after all of that um, – Crickets, really? Not much at all. Kind of happened. It's a pretty big buzz on the night and you are, like mine is a HIA award. We've spoken about it many times here. There were probably mm, two and a half, three thousand people in the room. It was pretty confronting Ooh, to get up on that stage. That's my biggest crowd. 
Um, and I didn't get to speak. But thank God, because I didn't actually know I was nominated. I just knew I was really peed off with the builder, <laughs> actually. It was our, our youngest son's graduation night from primary school. We had to leave there half an hour early. So I was really peed off that we had to leave to rush up to this stupid HI Awards because I didn't want to go anyway. <laughs> and we had to go, like we'd turned up to the school. It's a little country school. They do a dinner at the school wearing almost black tie, like formal wear. So we look like, I'm not even going to say it on the podcast. We Penguins. look ridiculous. So then we run into these awards that had to put it back three times because we'd gotten stuck on the highway. There was a major accident. Oh. Walk in the, literally walk in the door, sit down at the table, see. And I was at one of those tables where everybody was an idol and I'm like incredibly overwhelmed and intimidated by the people at my table. And it was because I was sitting on a table of winners. They don't tell you any of this. I still had no idea what was going on. Didn't even get a glass of wine and they're announcing my name and I still don't know what's going on. <laughs> I have no idea what's happening. So then you have to walk up through all of these many thousands of people up to the stage to accept your award. And it's only then I'm learning about what I'm winning award for. I had no idea until I got back to my table and the builder explained what was going on. Um, I really didn't even understand. It was pretty full on, but. You're absolutely right. There's a massive buzz on the evening. It's super exciting. It's actually quite intimidating and a little bit scary. Um, it's a little overwhelming. Woke up the next morning and it had been announced on social media thanks to um, the crew that I had with me at the time. And there were people had delivered flowers and there were chocolates and there were all these beautiful um, messages coming through. And we were really excited. We paid a copywriter to do a a couple of press releases for us and we spent the next week sending out the press releases. Like this was an entire Queensland award. It's a really big deal. And like you, then it was crickets. Nothing happened. Nobody picked up the story. Nobody got excited with me. And it was really, it was a big downer actually. It felt really quite mm, flat about the whole mm. experience after it was a couple of weeks later and understanding that, oh, I've, I felt like I'd left that opportunity at the door, that I hadn't done anything with it. Mm. And I think that's where you and I made different choices after that point. Yeah, and I I reckon that for those of you listening to this that maybe have thought about entering awards or maybe you haven't but you've been told you should or you know people who have and you think, why would I waste my time with that? I'm busy already. I've got enough on my plate. It doesn't do anything for your business anyway. There is a lot of... Um, misunderstanding, I think, about what awards can do and what some of the positive benefit of just entering an award can mm. be. And for me, it was, uh, I think, 10 years ago, um, maybe more since I won that. And even now on reflection, uh, it was a bit of a turning point for me in my business winning that mm. award. Mm. And it wasn't because I got front page of the local newspaper. It wasn't because I had seven clients lining up to work with me, uh, which is a lot for a business coach, by the way. <laughs> it probably sounds like seven clients. Is that all? I need yeah. 70. Um, but, you know, I didn't have a flood of clients. I didn't, I didn't have GQ magazine knocking on the door to do a cover shoot with me. Uh, nothing. Um, you know, I ended up <laughs> just getting on with my life mm. until I actually 
started to think of myself differently as a business person. Um, I thought of my business differently, my brand differently. Uh, And for me, I think one of the biggest benefits from going through the award process, win, lose or draw, is stepping outside of yourself and your business, responding to some criteria, which for good awards are written very well in consideration of Mm. what that thought process actually does for the entrance. And it actually made me realize that I had done some really cool stuff. Mm. And, you know, my business had made a difference and I'd achieved a whole bunch. And so it was more of an internal shift than it was a big marketing exercise. And I sometimes think some awards oversell the marketing benefit of entering and winning Mm. because I think for a lot of award entrants, that's not reality. And I think they're missing a huge opportunity to just throw your hat in the ring and go through the process. It's kind of like a, a, a mini business boot camp, to be honest. It's one of the cheapest business boot camps you could do, I reckon, is entering a, a, a business award. But for a little time and effort to create your submission, um, yeah. the, the entry costs are usually pretty nominal. They're not yeah. huge. Yep. Um, they pertain to the amount of work that goes in behind the scenes, I suppose. Yeah. Um, yep. I, so my experience was, was actually more similar as you language that than I realized it was about a shift for me in, in my head to understand, cause I have to be really honest. Sorry, HI, if you're listening, I had a big bugbear about it being the business partner award, um, and the way in which they use that, it wasn't the way I or we use business partner in our business. It was um, almost derogative in mm. that, um, yeah, I don't even know how to explain it because I really struggled to put that language together. But when I made a choice to think, no, I'm going to think about this the way I intend the word to be, yeah. and that's a recognition of the partnership within the business, mm. So I started to change the way I was thinking and understand that actually this shows me all of the things that I had hoped I could ever achieve. I have. I am the expert in this area. I do know what I'm talking about. I can put together these things. And so that internal shift within me, same way you're talking about, meant that I started to use the opportunities that were then given to me in a different way, which generated the media I would have loved after the opportunity um, when I was given the award. Six months later to the day I had almost consecutively, well, they were a month apart, there's a four-page spread in the Courier Mail about myself, about my blog, about our building business, about what we do. And then I had a two-page spread in the middle of a very exciting, glossy magazine, um, both of which came off the back of that opportunity. But it wasn't really that opportunity. It was the way in which I changed the way I thought about myself in business, which is exactly what you're saying and that I feel I agree. It's the biggest benefit to entering awards. It's the biggest. So we've entered other awards, being builders um, and finishing trade. It's really easy to enter into awards. doesn't mean it's easy to win, but it's very. there's a lot of opportunity for us. And we entered the first one ever as a design element. We put through one of our... Um, here, one of our bathrooms here in our own home for the design element. Now, I've never studied design. I don't know design. I'm, I'm an avid consumer of uh, interior trends and fashions, but I'm not a designer by any stretch at all. 
and I uh, placed in that award system for that. That was the biggest acknowledgement of the skill set that I'd learnt externally, which again reflected internally. It meant that I again could take the space that I'd always hoped to hold for myself. Mm. I'd always wanted to be able to hold myself in a certain position or esteem or a business space and the acknowledgement from these awards and that was that one was only um, um, a runner-up. It wasn't even actually the award gong, but that acknowledgement of what I'd been able to achieve was enough for me to feel confident enough about myself to hold the space I'd always wanted to hold. Mm. It's a it's a huge mental shift. Yes, and I guess there's a number of benefits from entering awards. I mean, that's that's the point I'd like to make today is uh, win or not, it's I think I think it's still one of the best things you can do for your headspace as a business owner. Um, a lot of a lot of small businesses in inverted commas think of themselves maybe still as that self-employed. Um, Ah, it's hard to describe. I, I guess I'll use a client example from years ago, uh, which I've probably shared before, but it was a guy I worked with. He was a former primary producer. He'd had a, an injury, so he couldn't couldn't work in primary production anymore. He'd purchased a business, moved to a, a more populated area, um, and he found it really tough because he was a worker. He was a, he was a blue-collar worker. You know, he was a farmer. And his whole life had been working, and the harder you worked, the the better you did. Um, and there was always more to be done, and he couldn't do that anymore. And so he found himself in a business with employees and customers, and he was a bit lost. And from an identity perspective, he just, I could see, like this was a guy in his 50s, he was just a bit lost with where he fit. And... I worked with him for a couple of years and then again a couple of years later we did some more work together um, and he wrote me a massive beautiful testimonial uh, and one of the most fantastic things in that was he said that I helped him actually see himself as a businessman and he started to think and act like a businessman and I see him now some 10 years later uh, and he's got multiple businesses He's very active in the local business community. Um, you know, he's created a new enterprise. He's got a social enterprise. Uh, it's just amazing to see what he has gone on to do. Really, just because, not because of anything I did other than help him to see himself as a business owner. Mm. And he then started to behave as a business owner. Mm which meant he saw his team differently and he started to do different things within the business. He solved problems in a different way. And this is a turning into another one of my really long stories. The point being, entering business awards makes you look at yourself as a business person, a businessman or a businesswoman or a business couple, not as a plumber or an electrician or a builder. That's your occupation. But your identity the more you can see yourself in that identity as business person, you just think differently about things. Mm. And, and that did happen for me with 
entering the award. Whether I won or not, it didn't matter. It was just the the fact that I had to sit there and answer these questions as a business owner. It's like, geez, I've never thought of that before. No mm. one's ever asked me this before. So it was that different thinking that I, I reckon is one of the big benefits of entering an award and, and putting a submission in. And honestly, for you know most awards, they're probably between 30 and, and 200 bucks or something to enter them. It's cheap headspace coaching. Yeah, it is. Uh, and it's and it's pretty easy to do. I think there's one thing we haven't touched on, and that's the power in nominating others. Mm. So many of the awards that we have, we've designed for team or other members of the business um, or other parts of your business that you can re- reflect on a little bit differently. And there is a lot of power in uh, nominating others. So it might be, you might be a team member and you want to nominate your boss because your boss is, you can see they're consistently working on themselves. They're consistently driving better results. They're consistently providing you a space in which you get to grow and learn. Uh, Or maybe you're the boss and you've got a great apprentice and you'd really like to recognize what they're doing to grow themselves and learn within the business. Or perhaps as the husband or the tradie, you would like to nominate your um, wife for the role that they play as the real boss, as we've turned it, as so many are. Or likewise, if you're the tradie lady and you want to nominate your husband or partner for the role that he's playing, it's open there for them as well. That is a big huntsman on your award behind you, I might just say, seeing as though we're talking about awards on the other one. Um, There is an opportunity, I guess, for all of us to be celebrating others in our business as well or other parts in our business, not only does it give you a great opportunity to reflect on the positivity that those parts of your business bring, but it gives them a fantastic opportunity to understand how you feel about them because I don't think any of us do a good enough job in communicating how much we appreciate our team or how much we appreciate the effort that they're making that we maybe don't pick up on or talk about quite so much or um, the changes that they've helped you make in the business or even the tough times that means that you have to look at yourself as a business owner and grow in yourself so that you can help them through whatever they're going through. All of those opportunities are available to you if you nominate somebody else. It's a fantastic exercise for you and your business to nominate someone else. Mm. So I have to say there was there was some very well-known or a very well-known um, small business awards that were cancelled last year uh, under the, you know, because of the changes last year with the dirty C word. Um, and I was really disappointed because I thought at a time when business owners were doing it particularly tough, uh, the spiders disappeared. It's on the I'm not particularly excited about spiders. He's moving very quickly and he's now behind your printer. But I'll tell you <laughs> if he's coming up your shirt. <laughs> uh, so much for business awards. Uh, anyway, so um, I was really disappointed because I thought that showed a, a lack of support mm. for small business at a time where they really needed it. Mm, and and uh, to sort of take that sense of community away from a bunch of people all coming together to celebrate not just the outright achievement, but the effort um, mm. that that takes to run a small business in Australia and New Zealand especially. Uh, I thought that was really disappointing. So I'm stoked, Coxie, that 
we have, despite all the shenanigans and the <laughs> spiders on my printer that I still can't see. He's gone. <laughs> for now. He's probably under my desk. Good. If this podcast ends suddenly, listeners, you know what's going on. <laughs> um, we'll return after this brief spider intermission. <laughs> I'm really stoked that we have persisted and that as this episode goes to air, we are just weeks away from the Tradies in Business Excellence Awards. Um, these will be annual awards, assuming Coxies and my bank account can hold up to uh, <laughs> the cost of putting them together. Uh, but we, or I should say and Coxie, we think this is a really important um, initiative mm. for trade business owners that can really help a lot of you move your identity and, and build your identity as a business owner and to not just see yourself as a landscaper or a tiler or a builder or, a, a, you know, a plumber's wife who's in the office slaving away with mountains of paperwork and thousands of phone calls and weird customers. Um, we actually think this is a huge opportunity for you to step into that business owner space or, you know, even if you're not the business owner entering the awards that you're nominating somebody else. Maybe it's the plumber that you work with. Maybe you're a builder who has some fantastic mm. subbies and you want to recognize the great team that you've got that help you bring your projects together. Uh, or you've got a, a kick-ass apprentice um, or someone who is a champion for mental health or, you know, any of those categories we've created. Um I think this is a great opportunity and Coxie and I are really passionate and put a lot of our own money, time and effort behind this to give you a chance to actually, I think, wave the flag for trade business owners um, in the Southern Hemisphere. Can we say that? It's like the only trade business owner awards in the Southern Hemisphere. There you go. Because it's only, it. it's only Africa and South America <laughs> and I don't think they call them tradies. So <laughs> we're pretty safe. Contractors. Yes. Just casting a quick glance over my shoulder for Mr. You are also Hunton. safe. For, I'm protecting you from the spider. I will tell you. Spider this would have had a great YouTube episode. People watching the spider. Where's the spider? I uh, Look, it, it's something we're very passionate about, passionate to the point almost um, of digging a very large hole for ourselves. But we are that passionate about bringing positivity to the trades that we will financially hamstring <laughs> ourselves for the next little while so that we can bring this to the trades because there is nobody acknowledging all the trades, giving all of the trades an opportunity right from the concreter all the way through to the painter and every tradie in between. But more than that, we're also going to recognise the other people in the business that we don't often talk about. We, we're, we're super passionate. I can't stress this enough. A very large part of why Warwick and I do what we do is because the trades are not celebrated in Australia and yet Australia's run off the back of tradies and farmers mm. and the whole of our rebuild after the dirty sea world, C-word at the moment is being placed on the back of tradies. That's how confident even our uh, politicians are in our ability to rebuild this country. And yet nobody's talking about us positively. We're all no. still talking about it it's negatively. So we want that to change. That's a, that's a language and a um, 
weakness within the trades that we want to change. We want to see you come together, celebrate each other, celebrate yourselves and create a positive buzz. Help us get this picked up by the mainstream media as a, a positive way to celebrate the tradies rather than constantly talking about where they may lack from time to time, a small minority. Yeah. So if you're interested, please, in helping us, we'd love you to head on over to the website. There's a great big banner. You can't miss it. You'll find all the information there. Even if it's not for you, if you can share it with another tradie that you know, that would help us just get the word out there. Help us let every tradie in Australia know that there is an opportunity right now before it's too late, well, it's and, next year. Well, I have a problem, Coxie, and it's not necessarily the big huntsman that's crawling around in my office at the moment. <laughs> the problem is with any business awards, they don't work if they're not supported by you listeners. Agreed. They, they're useless. Hmm. They only work when you basically get past any of the BS excuses and and negativity or fear around entering, just entering, and actually just have a shot. The mm. more people that do that, the bigger the message Coxie and I can take out to the media, to some of the companies that sell to the trades as well, um, and actually show a different side that we know exists. And listeners, you know it exists. You listen to this podcast uh, you are motivated to improve your business. You listen to this podcast for that reason. Um, you know, it's we know the energy is there, um, and none of this will actually make a lick of difference if you listening to this podcast don't get in and support it. So, I know that's a bit of a direct um, ask, if you like. I know I'm sort of making a little bit of uh, pressure on you uh, to go and do something and take action. And the other alternative is you can continue to, to complain and wish someone would change something. Um, but in reality, this is an opportunity for you to be part of that change. So please, as Coxie said, go to our website, um, click on the button. It costs stuff all We've made the submission actually really easy. We've created a cheat sheet uh, to guide you through the entry process. You don't even have to type or write. You can hold up your phone and do a selfie video as part of your application if that's easier. Uh, you can get someone else to type it for you. Get your mum to do it. <laughs> and, uh, and we've got some tips videos for anybody who's a premium member, which you can join for free at the moment anyway. Um, to help you actually get it done. So um, basically, get on it, support this. We want to help you actually change uh, the voice of trades in Australia. And uh, let's all celebrate together. You've been listening to the Tradies in Business podcast with Warwick Bidwell and Nicole Cox. Find out more about today's guest, tools for your trade business and other cool stuff at tradiesandbusiness.com.au.